Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Many Lands campaign. We've had all kinds of technical issues, which is why we're starting half an hour later than usual. But fortunately, it's going to be a shorter session tonight anyway, so it means you won't be missing out on any of the good stuff or having to stay up any later than usual. Uh, here, of course, with me tonight, as you can see, are the players. Uh, good evening, players. Uh, uh, now, you'll see two of them, um, uh, that being uh, the right hand of our display. Conveniently, they're both on the right. We just had problems, real technical problems with the right-hand side of our stream set up here. Um, nothing to do with the stream, to do with other software, but it means we have no video for Dan ah. and for Jess, but they are both here. Good evening, guys. Hello. Hi. See, we can hear them. Yay! Voices <laughs> for a moment there, I suddenly thought, I oh no, we can't. <laughs> I can't. Who? Is anyone here? No, we're all alone in our Stream room, is haunted. Is <laughs> this is good. This is good. Anyway, uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the stream tonight. Uh, so um, before we uh, get underway with our uh, stream tonight, uh, please note that we are now back onto our regular schedule uh, where we will uh, our next stream will be in two weeks time. And I say I say that we're on our regular schedule. We're only going to enjoy that regular schedule. <laughs> for tonight and then the one in two weeks time because then I'm going to disrupt it again by then um, after our next session which is on the 13th there'll be another one the week after on the 20th because I can't do the week after that so to be honest guys if you uh, to keep abreast of the situation and make sure that you know exactly when we're streaming uh, what days and, and so on I would highly recommend that if you're not doing so already to follow us on social media. Um, it's all at Slice and D6 because I will post on the day that we're going to stream telling you that we're going to stream. Um, I would hope to post uh, more often than that. But at the moment, a lot of the time, that just isn't feasible. So if nothing else, it'll be on the day. It will be on a Wednesday because that is our streaming day at the moment. But um, yeah, just, just join us on there um, so that you will be first to be notified. <laughs> I was meant to do a shameless plug noise, and I did the air horn noise. So, yeah, technical. Technical. <laughs> Here we go. Shameless plug! And I didn't even check to see, um, pre-stream, to see if I had um, changed the setup for the shameless plug noises, because I know that last week nobody could hear them. Um, but uh, I believe that has been fixed. Um, please confirm in the chat if you if you did or did not hear those noises. Um, we'll move on to the next uh, in our series of shameless plugs. Shameless plug. Um, so I didn't mention it last week, which is silly because last week was the first time that I could have actually shown you. Uh, the merchandise, because before that I was having problems with my own video, um, which we've still got the workaround for. But now I will show you indeed, because we have new lines in our merch store. They were announced um, a while back, but it's always helpful to do a little reminder now that you can see them. And also, I ordered one particular item that is not that had to be shipped from the US because they don't stock it in Europe. Um, uh, they, don't, they don't make it there. So they, anyway, um, but I've got a pencil case 
with black and golds uh, from our black and golds collection. Black and golds, of course, being the bank which our party are using. Now, the black and golds collection doesn't just have pencil cases. There's T-shirts. There's mugs, I think. There's there's all kinds of uh, uh, stuff on there. And there's also our crafty crew collection, our crafty collection, um, which are, are that's our newest line, which also ha- has um, pencil cases and other varieties of clothing and things that you can get uh, from our Slice and Dice store. Um, so if you wanted to support the channel and get yourself some cool stuff at the same time, head on over to the merch store. That's uh, that's my advo- advice for you today. To all to all our koboldiest viewers, thank, thank you, Bart, for that in the chat. Um, and speaking of Bart, um, floor's yours, my friend. Plug away for um, yes. uh, you, what you're doing for charity. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, regular viewers will, uh, I think, and hope be aware, uh, but I am uh, in uh, June of this year, the year of our Lord, 2022, uh, going to be doing not one, but two, because I am a crazy person, uh, hi- sort of hikes for charity, specifically for Macmillan Cancer Support. Uh, I am going to be doing a uh, a full marathon's worth of walking in uh cumbria and then uh i think i can't remember the exact uh interval but it's it's not more than two weeks later i will be doing a 13 mile hike uh this one in yorkshire um and i am doing both of these as i say to raise money for macmillan cancer support a very fine charity indeed that do excellent work uh you know helping people deal with a sadly um, widespread and very horrible medical condition uh, or really a a family of horrible medical conditions. Um, uh, A great many very generous and lovely people have given money already um, to each of whom I say thank you very much. Uh, And, you know, um, I am as as aware as we all are that, um, you know, cost of living is uh, not going in a super positive direction. direction so you know please do not feel obligated to give money that you cannot really afford but if you can spare a bob or two um then that would be most appreciated um i am over halfway to my sort of uh fundraising target um but uh which and it's a kind of a funny one because it's actually two separate fundraising targets that are sort of bracketed together so you could make the case that i have i have completed one and got a lot more to do on another but i am choosing to see it as being over halfway to the whole shebang um so uh yes absolutely um if you have uh, any money going spare then um you know do please offer it up there is a link jack has very kindly put a link onto the twitch page for slice and d6 uh, and i can and in a moment will also post a link uh, to our discord and uh it'll i'm sure it'll also uh, make its way through to twitter uh, in the fullness of time as well so yes give early give often but only if you can afford it if you can afford, of course, yes. Uh, thank and thank you, Bart, uh, for that. And here we go. Shameless plug. I have one more shameless plug. Speaking of the Discord, thank you for prompting me because I got this fixed while we were um, sorting out other technical issues during the uh, setup for tonight's stream. Uh, we have a new emote on our Discord channel. Um, it was prompted um, by uh, the team a couple of weeks ago, but I managed to finally get round and edit it together. So uh, scared DK is no more because we have awkward DK in 
instead. So if you're ever feeling <laughs> awkward and want to express that through an emote, there is now an emote of DK with the hoodie over his head. The I uh, should say the merch store branded um, hoodie as well, no less. It was the Malar brand hoodie that he was wearing. Incredible. It, uh, oh, right. oh, I see. Seamless. Okay. Seamless. Sort of just, thought, just constantly merchandise. I thought you were... I, th- I thought you were turning that the the new one into merch, which you definitely need, should do at some stage. <laughs> I don't know. How Sorry, D- feel Sorry about DK. <laughs> Just putting Sorry, your DK. face all over everyone. <laughs> Can you imagine? I- oh, I'm you're right going to Sam Regal this right now and just turn up to a session with DK's face on your t-shirt. <laughs> anyway, um, currently right, that's gonna... not a thing. Um, oh. Sorry, go ahead. I will, I will point out the fact that um, the awkward DK and scared DK are not mutually exclusive states of being, and there is quite a significant amount of overlap. There is, there is definitely a Venn diagram with a lot of overlap uh, between those two. Um, yeah. Now, I will be um, post-stream updating our Twitch emotes um, to replace um, scared DK with awkward DK. Um, uh, not only because um, be- because the, the awkward one is more fun, but also because we've already got we've got shocked Marta and shocked Marta and scared DK kind of overlap quite a lot, so we kind of wanted to have a bit more differentiation in our um, in, in our emotes, and so I think I think awkward DK will get a bit more traction is the uh, is the thinking behind this, as well as the fact that we had this gem of a screenshot that we had to use. Um, yes, yeah, so that's available in our Discord right now. If you haven't joined our Discord already, I believe there is a link to that on our Twitch page. Um, we'd be happy to have you um, and welcome you into, into the cult. Not a cult, not a cult. Uh, into the Discord. Um, main reasons for joining, other than obviously our, um, our banter with ourselves, is of course the meme dungeon. Uh, DK memes. Uh, sorry, DK memes. No, D and D memes. That's what I meant to say. I've just got a lot of awkward. Let's make DK memes right happen. Let's make DK that. No. <laughs> I think we need memes for the entire team. We, but, could, you know. we could all be memed. Everyone, everyone is thoroughly memeable in this campaign for sure. I mean, we we Jack time was like started pretty early. I think that was the original meme for this particular uh, campaign, and uh, you know, so it's only gone up from there. I would say. Um, anyway, I think that's uh, more than enough shameless plugging uh, for now. So in, uh, unless any of the team have anything that they'd like to share with the group, the floor is yours. No? Okay, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of shaking the heads just so, um, just so uh, Dan and Jess know what's going on there. Um, uh, and for our podcast listeners, of course, as well. Uh, okay, so without any further ado, let's uh, jump in with tonight's session here in the Manylands campaign on Slice and Dice.
And we are back. Oh, hang on. And we and now I'm back. Uh, so last time in the Many Lands campaign, well, to be honest, most of the last session, it's going to be a very quick recap, to be honest, because it was mostly just a big old fight. Uh, so with Brina having uh, gone away for a couple of days, um, working at the palace, trying to decipher some um, some of the Red Mage ciphered scrolls, <clears throat> along with the uh, assistance uh, of the uh, court mage. Uh, she uh, then did some other business of her own, some shopping and the like, uh, and eventually got back onto the trail of the party. Now, this was all covered in uh, Brina's study break, which you will find up on our YouTube uh, right now. There was a live stream we did last week just before the main session. Uh, lots of good stuff in there. Definitely check it out because Brina has a lot, has quite a bit of information already to give to the party, or at least she would have had uh, information to give to the party if when she tracked the party to the green sector she wasn't immediately accosted uh, by kobolds wearing studded leather that attacked her uh, these thieves and cutthroats and cutpurses uh, attacked her and uh, just as she was just within reach sort of of the uh, the front door of the tavern that the group had been uh, been staying in they, uh, sorry not staying in had been at a uh, meeting with the moonrunners in Brina was uh, dropped down to the ground unconscious fortunately uh the uh, the hubbub uh, did attract the attention of the party, who were already un- um, or were already told that they were under under attack. They had been informed by uh, the Moonrunners, uh, some spies from the Moonrunners, that uh, that is what was about to happen. Uh, and they heard uh, a familiar voice, or the Oberyn specifically heard a familiar voice, charged out to go and help. Uh, more um, more panic ensued, uh, as well as the Oberyn's uh, plant growth spell, which uh, definitely gave some much-needed battle control, um, battlefield control to, uh, against the kobolds. Um, and uh, yes, uh, it was a, a close-fought thing because of the sheer number of kobolds, not just um, these thieves and cut purses, but also um, some um, spell-casting types as well, some of which um, the group will be familiar with at this point, as they had uh, fought them once before on uh, that rooftop battle in that alleyway uh, not so long ago. So the battle broke out. Docs, um, who ha- has uh, is currently in disguise, uh, as a lizard folk uh, was also at the meeting and joined in the fray in the battle um, but uh, the uh, real problems um, after getting Brina back up uh, were um, with more kobolds on the roof which um, Brucon went up to fight on his own seeing that his friend was going to be surrounded Leobrin teleported himself up there I believe That's, no, yeah anyway, he magicked himself up there um, to help, to which Brucon had already decided he was going to get off the roof at that point because he was not in a good place, leaving Leobrin alone on his roof. Uh, and then Leobrin was unfortunately cut down. But fortunately, long story short, because Brina also got cut down again, you know, a lot of things happened. But the main thing is, is that now everyone has been saved, nobody died, and now the group are left sort of in the, uh, the lull after the battle with plenty of dead kobolds in and out of the tavern. Um... And quite a lot of uh, upturned bar stools and tables and the rest of it inside. Um, and that's kind of where we're going to pick things up now as you guys are all getting your breath back after that um, that little battle. So um, the so uh, the, the brother and sister, um, Telereka and uh, Pencil Renshaw, um, have both been hanging back at the meeting place with their guard drakes. But hearing that the battle has uh, died down and with... Seth's uh, major image that he cast uh, disappearing. Um, they were kind of uh, come out into the main 
uh, foyer, if you like, the, the main um, parts of the tavern, uh, and uh, overlook the uh, the wreckage and the rest of you. So, I take it the threat has passed then, Pentel says, adjusting his uh, uh, his long robe. Um, well, I'm not sure. Uh, Brucon goes over to the, um, the, the door, looks out, sees a wall of green mist and goes, turns around and maybe, um, certainly seems to have calmed down a bit at the moment. Um, thanks for your help. Oh, you're quite welcome. I was Thank talking you. to Brina. Hi, oh. guys. Yeah, you guys weren't not a, weren't a lot of help, were you? We were hanging back the uh, the sister Telereka uh, intercedes. Uh, we were hanging back to protect our meeting place, uh, but you seem to have it in hand anyway, so we left did you it to it. Did it look like that? We dropped a lot. Did you? I did not see anyone fall over from where I was, but I did see your elephantine companion hiding in the cupboard. Did you see the big ape I made? And then I look at Neris and go like, um, I hope that was okay, Neris. No, it was not. Oh, come on, you had fun punching. No. And you could see that she kind of like, had like a sideways glance, like, yeah, she, she probably did. Yeah. yeah, by all standards, Neris is what, like 15 or something? So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think a certain amount of no um, probably to be expected. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I didn't ask. I'll ask next time. But whenever you feel like it, I can help you with that. Thank you. Our interjects at this point from a distance away, now stood on top of the building, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> now, now, when did you all leave? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I don't." And he starts to climb down the side of the building. Yeah, I forgot forgot in the recap that that happened. I probably should have also mentioned about Seth's um, sword, but we'll find out more about that later, won't we? Uh, <clears throat> what? Nothing. You were <laughs> you were a badass. You were a badass in the fight. That's that that was all that happened. Yeah, a lot of little dead kobolds. Uh, speaking of dead kobolds, um, oh. Telereka, um casts Mage Hand, and her um, well, it's it's an invisible mage hand but you do uh, see the uh, like wind you see what it is what it affects rather than it itself so um, you see her waving her hand and uh, one of the kobold corpses is kind of turned over um, revealing the uh, this this studded leather sort of uh, coat and she kind of looks looks the creature up and down this uh, seems to be a uh, hmm some of the uh, crafty crew of the kobold. They've been working with the kobold kingdom. I, I guess these are the same ones that you perhaps have encountered earlier, yes, that you mentioned? She's, kind of, she's really addressing Seth as the one that she seems to be most familiar with in the group. Uh, yes, we fought them before. We turned them over to the police and hopefully these aren't the same ones, actually. Uh, a quick investigation check to see sure. if, like, I'm assuming all the kobolds don't look exactly the same to me. Yes, so yes, of I course. Tell they were similar. If any of them were the ones that we handed over to the police, 
Yes, and investigation's fine. Yeah, you can do that. Come on. Okay, eleven. Um, you didn't, you didn't really get to to know these uh, the kobold, the captives that you had that well. Um, so there were some, there were a couple of defining features for them. They, but they, you know, given the amount, uh, given the amount of dead ones outside in the mist as well, you're not sure. Like maybe they might be amongst the corpses, but you haven't specifically, you you have you can't confirm either way. You haven't definitely seen uh, those ones. I'm as confused as I am in real life. Understood. Basically, maybe you're not sure. No. <laughs> I can't tell. We've we've killed too many kobolds lately. They could be the same ones as the ones we let go. Mm. Hopefully, they're not. You let some go. Um, That's good. Can, can Brucon can Brucon make uh, a check of like a history check or something to see if he recognizes any of them? Because um, he was, you know. Up close and personal with the the previous lot. Um, I think for this it would be an investigation because you're turning over, like looking at them. Uh, history <sighs> would be more just trying to recall what they look like, um, which I think, like you say, you spent more time with them, so that would affect the investigation more. Um, so it'd be a lower DC if you wanted to do in the investigation check than it would for. Seth. Well, that's good because it's also a lower bonus. But let's uh, let's do yeah. it. That's a natural one. Yeah, no, not not sure at all. No, no way to tell um, currently. But um, probably Brucon's probably pissed. In fact, well, in fact, I think we know he's pissed. So um, yeah, he, he, he looks at them and just kind of goes, I've "Never seen these before in my life." He did quite a lot of cool quote monk shit um, during the the fight, so he probably was quite drunk to pull off half of that. Um, it was. Are they even cobalt? Says there are three cobalt in a coat in the chat. Uh, they appear that way. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, Telerakid looks up at her brother. Was not Skatna? I uh, so Pen, it's, uh, if they let some of those kobolds leave, then maybe they notify them about them coming here, perhaps. And Pen, no, uh, we Pen gave them to the you. police. You gave them to the police? The you guards. Mean... We, we can't exactly carry captives around through town. Did you, indeed? Hmm. Interesting. I'm sure they didn't escape. Huh. Well, either way... That either means that the... These, uh, what they called, the crafty crew were uh, targeting you, or they were targeting us. Either way, it would appear, since we do not have any alive to question that maybe we should assume that they are after both of our groups, in which case, we should probably work together. Oh, now, now, and Mala has joined at this point. You've got down now, from the roof that, at this point, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, that would require uh, a certain amount of you uh, contributing to the situation. Uh, yes, uh, what he said. They really didn't. To... Yeah, exactly. Oh, Miss Brina! Oh, and Mallard, Brina, up and oh, are you well? Are you okay, Miss Brina? I, I, I came as soon as I could. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I wish bones. I was with you. If I was with you on the on the roof, I would have brought you down. What about flying? That would have been, um, better. I'm sorry. 
Oh no, that's quite alright. Anyway, uh, uh, yes, uh, if you're gonna help us, and we will help you. You've actually gotta uh, contribute to the situation. Uh, yeah. Mm, yes. Really? I thought I contributed quite well in the meeting that we had. I gave you quite a bit of information on those people on your to-do list, whatever it is. The people that you were, are investigating. I thought I was clear that I had given you some information there. Uh, some information, to be sure, um, and you know, potentially useful, but uh, hardly definitive. And um, it's not as if you... Uh, uh, it's not as if any of it had an obvious... Well, you, you spoke about the crafty crew, but um, weren't able to give us uh, any more than sort of confirmation that they exist and are up to stuff, which, uh, in fairness, I think we more or less concluded for ourselves. Why well, would you... Uh, so you suggest that we uh, might as well assume that the, the this crafty crew are after both you and us. We know they're after us because they confirmed it to us in, in a conversation albeit want under duress what why would why would you think that they were coming after you what is, what what would their interest in you be i cannot speak for uh, the motives of the uh, crafty crew i would say it would be foolish to go after the moon runners but certainly they are were more, more to do with uh, you know petty theft and the like whereas we are a much more sophisticated smuggling operation so uh, perhaps they uh, covet what we already have you know moving in on our patch so to speak but um, that, that, that I can only you know ruminate on this and speculate my inside I... check that sure go for it better than the previous roll. Okay, well, it is it is better than the previous roll, but uh, all the same, that is a six. Uh, you, this, Time's better. Great. He, I mean, this guy is quite a smooth talker from what you've um, witnessed of him so far. It's quite hard to tell um, if he... He doesn't appear to be deceiving you in any way, but he seems like this kind of slippery individual that he could be lying, which is very hard to tell. Um... Well, um, yes, as a, <clears throat> so uh, they may be trying to move in on our territory, perhaps, and covet what we have, but um, I wonder, as I said to you in the meeting, the Cobalt Kingdom, you know, this these spellcaster type, he kicks one of the, the bodies of the uh, spellcasters. The spellcaster types are not of the crafty crew. They are of the Cobalt Kingdom itself. They're acolytes. They're zealots. Uh, the two of them working together suggests that perhaps the crafty crew are being led by orders from below. And you can only find out for certain what those orders are by confronting them head on, I would say. In which case, uh, you would need to delve into the Cobalt Kingdom itself. Which, uh, we have had a couple of spies, and we still do, that work within that area. But we have not been able to infiltrate the... The uh, deepest bowels of the uh, organization, but I can assume it is some kind of monarchy, given it is referred to as kingdom. <laughs> oh yes, your deductive reasoning is truly beyond your your looks. My thank you, as are yours. Is there? A so far, this Cobalt Kingdom only attacked us once. The other time, they were just pickpocket 
and not very good ones. Shouldn't we be focusing on the assassin and such that we're, we're trying to find? Are you asking the party or the Moonrunners? Uh, party. Well, what's the chances that these two things inter intersect each other then, Mr. Seth? Uh, is it possible that uh, whatever is happening in the uh, Cobalt Kingdom is uh, manifesting itself here? It could be, but we'd have to find the link between them and one of the families. Because uh, we've still got, is it five families left to search from? Well, we have a couple of... Um... Uh, we, 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 there's one particular lead that um, seems to be well, who one lead on who might uh, be implicated in some way, even if they're not necessarily the uh, the ultimate um, culprit, and also a uh, a place to go to potentially get some more information. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, our friends here suggested that um, the uh, uh, the Danish the um, uh, the the sort of head of culture, the leader of the silver sector, seems to be, um, you know, a sort of uh, a vulnerable individual, and seems to be uh, in some way in uh, in debt to um, <clears throat> to Caladan uh, Lambold. Um, but uh, we we were also it, it was also suggested that Ryan Imbixtel is just generally speaking a good person to try and um, make a connection with if you want to know what's going on in Herthia. So we. Uh, we, we haven't really knocked anyone out of the running, but we've got a, a couple of strong avenues of further inquiry. If inquiry is what you are seeking to do and do it expediently, I hope the uh, I hope our friend here doesn't mind me speaking on her behalf. But um, and gesticulates to the lizard folk. She has been uh, investigating uh, into this uh, assassination for, well, ever since it took place, actually. Uh, she has called on favors from us from time to time, as we have on her. She has connections with the, inf well, <clears throat> maybe I shouldn't speak so much. <laughs> she has connections uh, and uh, possible leads as well. So maybe you should take her with you if she was willing, that is. I don't wish to speak for you, my friend. Uh, I don't. I think oh, we're still oh. having problems with Jess, aren't we? Uh, oh, no, looking okay unmuted. on Discord. She just unmuted, but it doesn't seem there's any sound. I'm not hearing any sound, so I'm gonna, um, we'll assume for now that the lizard folk just nods. whole time you were building up to her intro in my head where I could hear a little drum roll of is she there <laughs> and then <No. laughs> silence um, anyway yes uh, this vote just, just nods um, and uh, Pentil turns back to, to the rest of you yes uh, yes you are quite right in your summation Mr. Brucon. appreciate that you clearly were paying attention but, uh, as I said, there appears to be... Maybe there is a... Like I'm a suck-up. No, no, not at all. Sorry, no, I didn't, I didn't, say, I didn't say that. Uh, okay, is that okay? That. Sorry. All right, all right. I, I, I did say it in character and then immediately went, no, I shouldn't. That, that no. is a thing to say. There may be causality, there may be not. But, um, either way, 
it seems that they, this is twice now that they have targeted you folks. So I wonder what that could be. Why that could be. What, uh, what reason would they have for targeting such, um, high-profile characters as the Pit Champions? Yes, we were wondering that ourselves. We were, um, we're, we're planning on, um, investigating that as well. Uh, would your would your friend here um, uh, be interested to join us? Do they, it sounds like they have some uh, expertise in um, uh, chasing down information and leads. Maybe they uh, m- maybe they have some skills they can bring to this particular issue. Oh, I do not. Uh... Oh, hello. 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 The sound. Yay! Yeah. Jess is back. <laughs> sound. Um. <laughs> uh... Um, well, if you get yourself into trouble with somebody, then it isn't my fault, is it? So, I believe she is agreeing to go with you, are you not? Yes. Just try not to get killed. No, we're fine. We we don't get killed. We just get lightly stabbed. Oh, now, Mr. Seth, come now. It's not that bad. I'm going to open my jacket and just show the big patch of blood that... Oh, it's still spurting. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh Mr. Seth, let me oh, let me get that for you. And I just insert my finger into the wound. Oh, motherfucking <laughs> oh, Now, just be steady. We'll, we'll get this looked at, Mr. Seth. You know, maybe we're... I'm going to take his hand away and... Back up before I cut some stupid locks are done. Is Brina like still picked up by Mala? Uh, is she still like with him? I suspect he would have he would have given you a big old squeeze and then put you down. Okay, because she's gonna then um, tuck on his trunk. Um, pick me up. I need to whisper something to you. Uh, I I picked Brina. <laughs> Something that you're using as a bell pull there. <laughs> but the least, um, I love that. I need to whisper need something to you. The least subtle way. way. Oh, Excuse me, I need a private <laughs> word with you. Yes. Um, and she's going to be up there and then whisper in his big old ears. Um, his his sword was soaking up blood. It is too scary. Ah. Oh, uh, Miss um, Bruno, thank you very much. Um, I noted. I, yeah, I, I put, I put Bruno down. Uh, one more thing. Seth. One more thing. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh! Back up, back up. <laughs> uh, she's just gonna say, I, I learned a lot about like red mages and stuff, but I don't want to talk in front of this lizardfolk person. Oh, okay, uh, let's, we'll, yes, Miss Brina, we'll have a conversation about this later. Okay. I, I, I put Brina down, and I just, I just look at Seth, exasperated. <laughs> so, as you normally do. <laughs> Withering. Well, yeah, you know. So, uh, so as this little hushed conversation has happened between Brina and Mallow, the rest of them have just been looking, just watching you guys. Take your time. Oh, are you done? Yeah, just, oh, okay. Like watching, just kind of going, um, like, these people are just going to die. 
<laughs> uh, the uh, uh, pencil just kind will, of yeah, turns to Dox. I will not be responsible. <laughs> uh, turns to Dox and says, This is why you should probably go with them. They would appreciate your guiding hand, I think. You know, you know the ways of Herthier better than <laughs> these outsiders would, so. Good well. luck. So, uh, so, sorry, go ahead, Jess. No, it's just, it's just fine, fine. So anyway, um, as I said, the Kobold Kingdom is operating on underground in the sewers. Uh, if you want to lead on somewhere to go to investigate them, I would suggest you talking to Lord General Nither Xerox. Oh, he's a proud dragonborn in the, uh, in the Black Sector. And also a person of influence, but also the one who's been campaigning very hard to deal with the Kobold Kingdom and their their ways. Unfortunately, not everyone else thinks uh, there is so much, uh, you know, uh, so much of a big deal. Um, but uh, we, you were saying with other people on your list, yes, of course, Rai Mimbextel is the information head of the Dragon Council. So if information is what you seek, she is the best to talk to. I'm probably second place on that list, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, she is uh, definitely the most influential. And uh, as you say, if Dusra is in debt to somebody else, then perhaps uh, that can be a way of turning the screw with them, you know, to put the, uh, the squeeze on them. To maybe get a bit more information from them. Was there anyone else you were looking for information on that I could be of assistance of? You know, to pay you back for uh, dealing with the uh, the assault on this particular inn, minus the cost of the destruction that your giant ape made to this property. And he points up to like the bits of beams that are like broken and hanging down from the second floor. Um, well, I have a uh, yes. I have a question. Um, what, what can you tell us about um, Nither Xerox? Uh, to what extent can the uh, can the militia here be, uh, or, or for that matter, um, the Royal Guard under um, Funch? How how trustworthy should we treat them? Well, one thing I can being... tell you. Uh, one thing I can tell you for certain, and it's interesting you point out these t two organizations, because uh, the two do not get on very well. You see, the Royal Guard represent the gold sector more, and the and the guard under uh, the city watch, if you like, under the uh, tutelage of uh, Nither Xerox, more represent uh, the black sector. Now, in the history of Herthier, the Gold Dragonborn and the Black Dragonborn were rival clans, and they did not get on well. They both vied for control over the city, and for years they fought over it. Uh, this was after, of course, the dragons had left. Um, two of them fought for a long, long time over it. In fact, it was only the formation of the Dragonborn Kingdom that actually brought peace to the clans, but there has always been a bit of rivalry between the two. So... You can use one to, you know, influence the other if you were canny in your uh, investigation. 
Otherwise, if there were specifics you were looking on, I could go into more detail. If on one or the other, which one would you like first? Um. Well, I, I, in the interest of having um, something to um, uh, sort of smooth smooth our relations over with um, other locals here, let's start with Funch and the Royal Guard. What's um, what's their story? You mean how was the Royal Guard formed, or what uh, no, their um, relation to m- the people, or? Well, are they are they are they um, are they on the on the take? Do you have uh, lots of you know? Are, are they uh, are they for sale? Do do they have um, uh, well known um, rackets that they're involved in? Are they or are they uh, you know sincere and earnest in their um, willingness to defend the the person of of King Zandak? What's the no. Well, how, how should we assess them in, uh, in terms of reliability, I think, is my ultimate ah, question here. A very good question. Well, of course, the official line is that they are the best and the brightest of, uh, and the strongest of the guards. Only the best get to join the royal guards to protect the king. <laughs> but, um, well, I think the enforcers would probably have a thing or two to say about that. I know the rivalry between Funch and... Uh, uh, the uh, the commander of what's it Bolt that's it, of the enforcers, uh, is well documented and very public, but uh, the two um, <clears throat> Funch is um, she is very difficult. I know that uh, many have tried to get her on the take, as you say. But nobody, as far as I'm aware, has been successful yet. That is not to say that other members of the Royal Guard are not more easily manipulated. Um, Though, if you are looking for a steadfast, you know, uh, righteous uh, dragonborn of honor and all of those antiquated uh, ideals, uh, their uh, Captain Orburn, I believe his name is, would be an exemplar of that. He's been very, um, he does not get on well with the people because of how, uh, stringent he is about, uh, the rules. Captain Auburn, gotcha. That's good to know. Uh, and what about the militia? Are they, are they a bit more, um, pliable? Or, uh, are, are they, is, is this purely a case of, um, two organizations that can't stand one another? Or is one of them, um, noticeably more corrupt? I would say, uh, out of the two, the Royal Guard report directly to the King. So there is only a very short sort of management structure between them. Uh, the hierarchical structure. In the case of the uh, the militia, however, they are meant to cover the whole of the city. And so each of them will report to the sort of administrative individual for each sector. But, ultimately, neither Xerox is at the top of their pile. I would argue that perhaps they would report sooner go to him than go to the king even, even though he is meant to report to the king and he is the militia head for the city, you know, for the Dragon Council. But I believe their loyalty to uh, the Lord General would supersede even that of the king if anything were to happen. Now, I'm not suggesting that there is any kind of coup d'etat about to take place, but I would, would hazard a guess that if there were... You would need the the uh, militia on side for this. Um, Brucon uh, kind of tries to like 
Brucon kind of picks up on the sort of semi-subtle implication that um, that might be there in what um, Pentlerenshaw is saying. Um, would it would it be a, a chance of another attempt at an insight check on that specific sure. uh, statement about coups? Switching d20s. That's oh god. Well, I mean, we're improving. We're 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 working our way towards uh, good dice rolls. But that was a nine. Uh, you have no reason to doubt what he's saying. Um, as far as you can tell, the militia presence in the black sector when you went through it is particularly strong. So, and uh, it's mostly sort of okay. military I mean, you know, the, the, yeah, everything up until that last bit about if you want to do a coup, you need the militia on side was was you know a fairly straightforward extension of um uh what he'd already said and the last bit was kind of you know i don't want to say like obvious but you know it, it intuitively makes sense mm. and doesn't require a lot of further examination so yeah that's fair um okay uh well Brucon, um says right militia useful for coups gotcha um well, uh, I mean that—that's—that's that's certainly all that occurs to me. Uh, uh, but I'm pretty drunk, and um, uh, I'm, I don't want to say that none of our group uh, would have other questions to ask. So, over to you. And uh, and at that, Brucon starts scanning the room so to see if he can mind sweep an undrunk pint. All right. Uh, Pencil, meanwhile, turns to the rest of you. Um, anyone else have any other questions? Perhaps about. Uh the Lord General. I should say that uh, whilst I believe the the militia would ne- be necessary for a coup, that uh, perhaps if you had a more hmm, uh, hmm, how do I put this? A uh, a character at their head with less scruples, you could be in danger of that, but uh, neither Xerox is a comes from a proud, noble line and he was uh, puts his duty before anything else so I would be surprised if he were to uh, were to be behind a coup that being said the rivalry with the gold sector of which King Zarendak is a member uh, the, the gold clan should I say still exists oh well uh, okay that's uh <clears throat> Noted. I, uh, I, oh, I am, oh, I am awful sorry here, and I, Mala will pivot to this new um, uh, uh, lizard person that's in our uh, sort of entourage, and oh, I am awful sorry there, Miss. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I am uh, Deacon Malar Shade Freak, and I don't believe I remember getting your name. And he holds out a hand to shake, um, shake. Dox's hand, although he doesn't know it's Dox, but yeah. Um, she goes to grab his hands, and as she does it, you see her face um, to a kind of beigey looking um, dragonborn with blue scales. Oh, uh, goodness, that's uh. Mm, yeah, you, you will get on well with Mr. Seth. Mr. Seth, I've got a friend for you. <laughs> Can I come um, over? It's like, ah, oh, I'm going to push my wound again. Oh. Uh, no, uh, um, Ms., what was your name? I, I, uh, hmm? 
Dox. Oh, Miss 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 Dox, this is Mr. Seth. He's our uh, resident nerd. Do well, uh, Mr. Seth. This is Dox. Be nice. I'm not. The... <sighs> nice to meet you. Oh, uh, Miss Brina, this is uh, Miss Dox. Miss Dox, this is Brina. You get where Malal's going with this, I think. She's yeah. very pretty. Oh, and, and this is our resident uh, bold and intrepid uh, saviour of the moment, uh, Mr. Leobrin. Uh, oh, Mr. Leobrin, this is Ms. Dox. Hello. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Charmed, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> I think. <laughs> you uh, hear a call from down and across the room going, hello, and then a hand appears uh, above a table as Brucon's like <laughs> sifting through, uh, sort of going, oh, there's got to be one down here somewhere, and, and there's just a kind of a casual wave in the background um, while he's searching for booze. You're on, you're on Brew Recon. I'm straight, I am. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Neris is standing at one side with her arms folded and her uh, outfit of smouldering intensifying and she's kind of near to Leobrin and goes, I don't like her. Like, as soon as he saw her change shape, he's like, nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Not after what happened before. <laughs> not with the doppelganger. She's not happy about this at all. That's a good shot. Uh, what time of day is it now? It's, it's late evening. It's uh, it's night. And and we're, we're, still, we're stood outside in the street, right? No, you're in the tavern. We're in the we're in the we're bar. All, we're back we're back in the tavern. Right? You're in the tavern in the yeah. wreckage of the tavern. All the corpses are just outside. Uh, there are a few in the tavern. To be fair, you did sl- uh, Seth in particular slayed a few in the bar. Or, in fact, he did a badass moment standing on the counter as he slayed one. Look, we're all injured. We're at a crime scene again. Why don't we rest for the day? Start tomorrow. Question or kidnap some of the people on our list and. Make some progress finding the assassins. Yes, I don't feel so good. I heard a yes to kidnap people. Anyone else? <laughs> no, yes to rest, Steph. Oh. Okay. Also, I want to look at that sword of yours. Mm. Why? Because it's pretty. Your, your, your family gave it to me. You've seen it. I know. It's pretty. They never let me look at it. Insight check. Oh, you have to make a deception check, uh, Brina. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you make an insight check, and we'll see who wins. That's a four. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that is... Uh, oh, I have a zero on that. That's 19. Four. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. 19 the beats The number four. you were trying to beat was not high. <laughs> yeah, she's lying. Um, from the frown that Brina is saying, when she says, it's pretty, I want to look at it, you can tell that she's that's not the reason <laughs> why she wants to look at it. Well, maybe another time after we've rested and got more time. We're still standing at a crime scene. You know I could identify it for you and see if it does any secret stuff. You did identify it for me, didn't you? No. I can't I can't recall. No, I, I didn't. Don't, I, I don't think did. she did. Mm. No, I mean your family had it for a long time. I'm sure, I'm sure they they're the ones that gave it to me. Your family wouldn't have lied. And yeah, it's but been it's, serving me exactly well since then. It's a are you looking for you somewhere to? Look are you looking for somewhere to stay? Pentel just interjects during this this little debate. Steepling. Brucon calls over. 
No, thank you. We have a place to stay. We're staying at Bronze Allergy. We should probably get back there, really. And there's a... Yeah, aha! There's a, and then you, just, you can all hear, the, you all hear the sound of a cork coming out of the neck of a bottle, yeah. and then a... <laughs> noise. Don't uh, you have, like, a constitution check, please. Don't you have, sure. like, a flask of endless alcohol or something? No, I have an ever-smoking bottle. Um, uh, Brina has an alchemy jug. jug. Yeah, then we have an alchemy jug that literally makes free beer. I thought and it made mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has. Yes. Right, constitution. Oh, dear God. My okay, let's 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 try and avoid any like crucial stuff for Brucon tonight because Jesus, my rolling is terrible tonight. Um, <laughs> no. That is that is a seven. Okay, Brucon, after gl- after knocking back that bottle, you are starting to, to sway and you're starting to tipsy sway and not in the uh, path of the drunken master feature, but just in general drunken feature. Excellent. Sway. Sway low, sweet dwarfiat. Uh, and that's where we are. We need to sleep. Yeah, let's get home. We've got we've not got any kidnapped kobolds anymore. Let's go home, sleep, and start fighting people again in the morning. Kobold dogs meet us in the morning, and we take it from there. Where would you Sounds like good. That's Ducks, where are you staying? Are you, do you want to come with us? If you're going to help us in the morning, it'd be easier if you just come to the tavern with us. You can sleep in my room. Thanks, but um, I have my own place. Okay. <laughs> well, well, if you're if you're going to your own place, uh, meet us at the Bronze Allergy in the morning, so that we don't get separated looking for you. We we don't really know the town very well. It's fine. I don't think I could miss you if I lost you. <laughs> they stand out. Yeah, don't we're, they? we're we're very subtle, <laughs> and I look up at Malar. <laughs> yeah, he's a loxodon. I was surprised for the first time I met him too. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I suppose Malar does stand out quite a bit. He's great, though. He was he oh. was also standing on the roof about five minutes ago, so he's quite visible from. Everywhere. It is not not to worry, my Loxodon friend. In the Dragonborn Kingdom, all of you stand out quite a lot. Mm. Well, perhaps Mr. Seth here has a point. Maybe we should um, retire post-haste, given that he has pointed out on more than one occasion this is technically a crime scene and uh, we are quite uh, conspicuous. Yes, we should make ourselves scarce too. Uh, before, oh, point that we, we are get... celebrities, and within a week mm. of ar- so within a, within two weeks of arriving in this city, we became massive celebrities, and then in the course of what like thirty six hours, got caught up in multiple public <laughs> public acts of violence. It's true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, That's how you got famous, though. Yeah, and serial murderers. It's We're perfect. famous millionaires. We can yep. do whatever yeah. we want. I mean, you got Jesus. famous for literally slaying a, a monster, so you know, killing things is kind of your your jam. So it's fine, not not fine, but it's it's not unexpected, um, especially when you beat up the bad guys. Um, it's, well, it's... I've got multiple stab wounds, so I'm going to the tavern. Thank you for the help, Moonrunners. Just to the viewers, we do not condone violence. You you are most welcome, and I can get. I will set my uh, my network 
out uh, where where it would best serve your purposes. So where would you like us to investigate, as a courtesy to the efforts you put in tonight to uh, protect our meeting? Uh, just any information about the those names still on our list. We've only crossed one off so far as not uh, compliant in the assassination. So was there any a particular the one or just scattergun approach? Scattergun's not a thing in this world, is it? That's a really bad analogy. I can't remember if any of the others are anything that stand out. I can't remember which one have we ticked off the list. Uh, you ticked the off one that uh, I mind bronze read. sector, yeah, uh, bronze sector. Oh um, yes, oh sorry, yes, of course, yeah. Um, uh, Ragthrock, right? Gotcha. That's it. Pharrell Ragthrock, that's the one. You crossed yep. her off. Nay, Williams. Oh no, she's trying to get married. Mind, as near as we could mind read for a, few, a couple minutes, he didn't have much to do with it and was just uh, wanted, wanted to marry the king to normal power shit. Yes, I remember now. Thank you. Good point. Well made. Yeah, let's head back. We'll uh, we'll knock on a few uh, on a few stones and see what we can hear. And uh, until next time, we will call on you at Bronze Allergy if we have any updates, as that is where you are staying, as you said very loudly. Ah, oh, fuck it. I hate it when he's right. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking, is that in character or out of character? Are we, saying, uh, are we talking about Jack or are we talking about the character? <laughs> well, also out of character, look, if we're going to trust these people to help us escape from a hostile city... Um, then we probably like if we if l- let me flip that around. If we don't trust these people to know where we are staying for one night in the city, then we also should not be entrusting our lives to them if mm. stuff goes south. Um, so you know, we and and I don't think we've got a reason to be super suspicious of them as pertains to us. So you know, whatever. Plus, nothing about what we did was stealthy or quiet and if anyone is going to know exactly everything about us it's going to be the moon runners and also excellent point long rest long rest long oh rest God, long please rest. a long rest yes right, already so left uh, you guys yeah you, guys... you need to make your way sorry to, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, would be fine with a the short rest but you do have to obviously make provisions to get out of the green sector as you did to get in Oh, I'll lead shape. everyone out. I'll lead everyone out again. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Docs, you're yeah. not going with them, right? Yes. No. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh. I saw something. Hello. Hi. She said no. <laughs> Hi. Oh, you're not. So, so, uh, uh, so, where are you heading? Um. Well, I say with them. I'm not gonna go with 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 them. Oh, you're going to follow them, but you don't want to know that they're being followed. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, uh, we'll get to that. Thank you for thank you for telling me that. All right. Um, the rest of you then, um, you're all going to link hands. And stuff. As far as you know, Docs is going home, wherever that may be, um, and we'll meet you in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you guys, are you all tying the rope together? Are you linking hands this time? What's, uh, what's the deal? Shall we, we link hands? Yeah, sure. yeah. What could possibly go wrong? 
All right. Uh, so I take it Leobrin's in the lead because you got them su- successfully through last time. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, Leo. Your, your uh, I believe confidence. It, I believe it was a perception check last time. Can you make a perception check, please? Uh, there, there was. Uh, we did lower the DC because of a history. successful history. It was a history check. Yeah, That's it was, correct. It was a reminding, remembering what the route was. That's, That's correct. still uh, viable? Yes, it's still viable. You don't need to make another history check. <clears throat> Good, because uh, as before, Theo's perception is plus zero. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's not a natural 20 like last time. Okay. <laughs> it is, however, 19. Hey! We'll take it. All right. Yep. My dice will always prove Leo's confidence is correct. <laughs> That's what we want. So you guys, uh, so Leo puffs out his chest and marches into the mist, holding on to uh, the person behind them. It was Mala last time, it may well be this time. And you all disappear into the mist. Docs, you see them disappearing into the mist. Can you make a stealth check, please, with advantage? Because, well, not just your cloak, but because of the pea soup mist that they are moving into. Is, is that then triple advantage? Because I have advantage anyway. No. What, what are the rules? There's no. Like? There's no double advantage. There's no triple advantage uh, in this edition, unless unless you've got elven accuracy, which is I, which I, Seth has. I think our more. passive. I, thank you. I think our passive perception is like twelve at its highest anyway, so it's probably good. Yeah, twelve plus you're yeah, in the mist. I rolled, is gonna I lower rolled a more. seventeen. With advantage, that was seventeen. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, seventeen. Okay. Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, you're starting to uh, uh, follow them. Uh, you need to keep them within sight. So can you make a perception check, please? Mm-hmm. Um, 15. 15. Uh, yeah, so you do manage to keep them within sight, uh, despite uh, uh, despite the uh, the mist all around you. Um, and yeah, you keep a respectable distance from them. Team, you uh, get out of the mist, out of the green sector, and you're back on the main road, heading back uh, to Bronze Allergy, to the inn, which you can do so unimpeded now. Um, so nice and easy trip for you. Um, unbeknownst to you, Docs is following you there. So um, you you all arrive back at the inn. It's quite late at this point. There's not many patrons left. Um, but you do recognise, of course, the the surly tavern keeper who just nods to you all, um, nodding upwards because he recognises you. Uh, and uh, you can make your way up to up to bed, unless there's anything else you're getting on with. I think uh, Brucon just um, w- walks into his room and just face plants onto his bed, waddles in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bang, gone. Uh, Brina, before she goes up to her room, she's just going to say to the party and um, kind of look at Nerys specifically as she's speaking. Um, I, I, I learned a lot at the palace about red mages and things, but we should probably talk about that in the morning. Fine. Good idea. Nerys okay. goes to bed. Very nice. Yeah, Brina's off to bed. Um... <clears throat> Nerys goes to bed. Rest of you? Uh, going to bed, but when I'm in my room, I'd like to just check on my scimitar. 
What is it you wanted to check with it? Uh, I want to make a small cut and see if on myself and see if anything happens. Okay, you can do this. Um, so you will deal with an yourself. incredible, absolutely unimprovable plan for verifying if something has gone wrong with your magical weapon. <laughs> Just ten out of ten. Uh, yeah. What else would I do? Tell so, people. So you. Won't I mean, it's very, I mean, it's very selfless that you're not going out and testing it on someone else, but it is also <laughs> a, a tad risky. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm now thinking I'm of little... in the. So that bit in the IT crowd where he pulls the gun out. Pulls the gun out and goes, A gun! Is it loaded? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's that from? That's the IT crowd. It's from the IT crowd. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, Seth, uh, can you make a medicine check, please? Because you could obviously cut yourself, but it's cutting yourself in the right place and shallow enough, and that's what the medicine check's for. Yeah, it's just like a, a little one on my on my palm. Okay. Medicine literally never made that check before, so I have no idea what it is. I think it's wisdom. Ah, good. Plus, so that's uh, fourteen. Okay, so you make a small incision in your hand. You do take a point of damage. Um, but yes, um, the blood kind of hangs on the edge of the blade for a moment and then it just starts gravitating towards the hilt and you can just hear the kind of slight little slurp and it disappears into the, uh, into the hilt well shit um, can I cast detect magic and see if anything looks different to like the first time I've seen it okay here cast detect magic uh, it looks the same as before it's, it's magical <laughs> double shit um, I should tell someone about this. And then I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I knew it! As soon as you said, I should tell someone, he's not going to, is he? Okay, yeah. No. No problem. It take it away. Okay, uh, so Seth goes to bed. Uh, Malar, Leo, I believe, are you just heading to bed or is there anything else you want to get on with? And good. A bit of Lucas rest. Bed. I've got a few um, wounds <laughs> to heal <laughs> in your sleep. It's a rarity. Yeah. That's true. Na- nap them off. And uh, Mallow? Uh, Mallow was going to make a point of being the last person uh, sort of standing out of the group. He was going to have a drink, uh, just water at the bar, let everybody else go to bed, and then about 10 minutes after the last one leaves was going to go up back upstairs and was going to knock on Brina's room. Does he know where Brina is? Yeah. Okay, knock on Brina's door and see if she's awake. Go to bed, uh, Mella. She is. She'll oh, open Ms. a door. Oh, hi, Mella. <laughs> oh, oh. Miss Brina, quick, shh, go in, in, in. Okay. Um, oh... What, what what is it you wanted to tell me about Mr. Seth earlier and, and the, the blade, Ms. Brina? Okay, so our people have never trusted drow weapons, and that's what oh. that sword is. Um, I don't know more about it than that, but I, I would like to identify and look at it a bit closer, because what I noticed when we were fighting, um, whenever he stabbed someone with it, it would absorb the blood from his enemies, and that's it made a slurping sound. I didn't like it. 
at all. Oh, Ms. Ms. Brina, th thank you very much. Um, I, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Uh, this is uh, most important to, to deal with. Um, we will endeavor to do this together. Um, mm -hmm. hmm, I wonder. How, uh, how stealthy are you feeling, Ms. Brina? Um, when I don't trip over my own feet, maybe I would be okay. Okay, maybe we need a night's rest. Maybe not, not, not a, not a tonight thing. Uh, okay, okay, Miss Bruni, you did the right thing in coming to me. I am, I am, we share the same reservations. Um, yeah. thank you. Okay, well, good night, Miss Bruni. Get a, get a good night's sleep. You too, Mala. Mala. I'm glad to be back with the group. I oh. didn't feel good alone by myself in the palace, even though the woman was very nice, but I'm glad we're, to be back. We're glad to guys. have you back, Miss Brina. Good. I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Good night. Uh, Nala will, I don't know, he'll go to bed, he'll do a bit of praying on the, the situation and then very Just quickly right. nod off. Seth, um, because of the amount of time you'd be taking um, conducting your investigation shall we say your experiment with your weapon you can make a perception check to see how yeah. much of the, if you, how much you've gathered about mm. Brina and Malar because you're still yeah. awake oh shit uh 12 okay uh with a 12 the only Thing you would you wouldn't have got words you would however have noted um, the knock on the door you would have heard Brina be like hi hi Malar quite loudly <laughs> but wouldn't have got anything after that um, and you would recognise the, the sort of the general um, basic kind of register that it was Malar and so you know the two of them have have you know that Malar has gone to Brina's room at some point in the evening <laughs> that is all you know okay all right. That's fine for now cool it'd be romance you don't know it could be a number of things <laughs> so so you guys go to sleep for the evening for brucon it is a zen peaceful sleep the uh the alcohol has done its job and you are sparko completely out um you uh yeah there are uh there is one clear vision in your dream brucon and that is of a serene, a serene landscape, atop which stands a set of scales. The seesaw, if you will. And you see your party members are on one end of the scale. On the other set, at the end of the scale, hard to tell. It's a blur, a reddish blur. You're not really sure what it is. Maybe it's red mages. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it could be... Is it a dragon? I don't know. There's a number of things that it could be. But it seems that your party are pivotal in whatever this is. And Brucon, see, is 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 Brucon himself uh, part of that party, or uh, am I am am I in a uh, purely obser observing role here? Uh, you are on the fulcrum. Ah, tricky. Brucon's right in the middle of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is all you. That is the, your main vision. That is the only thing that you receive in your dream. Um, next we'll move to uh, uh, oh yes um, to Mr. Malar um, hello in your in your sleep you hear um, at first it is just a 
it is just a whispering uh, around uh, in your dream. You can like it, you're having a very pleasant dream of um, back home in uh, in Isk in um, I the name I blanked on the name. It's here somewhere. Uh, uh, I think it was Kapesk where your um, yes uh, yeah where, yeah where your um, where your not tribe your herd originated from. Um, and uh, and you and you can see yourself as a as a child just just playing in the just with the, you know a kind of a, a hoop and a stick, um, uh, and your parents are there and it's all very nice. But you're hearing these whisperings that are nothing to do with the scene that you're seeing before. It's like you're reliving childhood memories. But the whispering that you're hear you're hearing is is of it seems to be spectators. You look around and you can't see them within this scene before you, this desert scene. Um, but then. Um, that all kind of clears. Uh, the the desert sands become incredibly white, and almost seem to morph into clouds. And this, and then the whispering becomes a lot more distinct, uh, and you can pick out individual voices, two of which you recognise. One of uh, one you recognise is that of um, Festia, otherwise known as Steve, but your um, your particular deity of the eight that you follow. Alongside uh, that, you also recognise the uh, slightly Cockney-sounding um, Keith, or Ominak, the uh, God of Truth. And they seem to be having some sort of uh, disagreement of some kind. Um, can you make a perception check, please? Ooh, uh, yes, I can. Perception. Ooh. Uh... Right. Here we go. Ooh, 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 perception. Uh, that's going to be a dirty 20. Nice. nice. With, a, with a dirty twenty, you hear uh, it, it, you hear Omenak, uh saying, uh, sounding quite disgruntled, be like, "Oh, come on, guys! I need to tell them more. They need to know what's up ahead, don't they?" To which uh, Festir, in particular, um, is is outspoken. He's, oh, I no, I don't know about that because you know. You, if you say you manipulate the course of the future, if you get involved with it, you've just got to let them get on with it and have the faith that they are the right ones for this job. They're the ones to stop what's coming. Besides, they'll be they'll have plenty of things to help them. I am the god of plenty, and I will ensure that that is the case. That's the main thing you get from that conversation, uh, Brucon. Uh, sorry. Mala, but as you are coming back to consciousness, you do hear one other whispering of a voice that you have not heard yet that says, I can call in on them. And then you wake up. Uh, but we will get okay, back so, to being awake later. Sure, so that was, we must have faith that they can stop what is coming? Yes. Okay, thank you. I oh, know, the gods having faith in the mortals. Interesting. I mean, hmm. Uh, anyway, um, Leobrin, uh, you asked you uh, your dreams take you transport you to the Feywild as they often do, and of course that scene you're familiar with with uh, uh, your patron Lady Aranth first blooming on her chaise longue, wistful, all that, um, and each time you've had this dream, it, you have felt thinner, like you, your connection to the Feywild has diminished each time and, it, and this is no different but um, in, this time when you experience uh, the dream as well there is a 
there's almost a, a tint, a greenish... Uh, it, in one, one third is green, another third blue, and the third third purple. There's various tints going on in your view. It's like looking through a, a sort of a very rudimentary kaleidoscope, if you like. Um, the colorings of, of this vision before you. And uh, after a while, the, um, as the, the image of the Feywild diminishes and darkens, it then seems to be replaced by uh, a view of a cave, uh, a cave on a shoreline. You recognize uh, sitting atop this large cliff face of which the cave is underneath, you recognize the Palace of Herthir. And the cave itself, you hear uh, a you hear a cackle coming from within. <laughs> and then I wake up, or that that is the main thing you get from your dream. Uh, okay. So you yeah, but you would at some point wake up. Yes, <laughs> finally. No, I, I didn't know whether I was like in some sort of dream state where I can like adventure into the cave. You can if you'd like. Oh God. Would you like to do that? Hmm. I should not have mentioned this. I, I guess. I guess I should. Okay. I guess Your weapons. You will not need them. Leave them here. <laughs> I guess if, if in dream logic, Leo can approach the cave. Yes, you can. You can approach. This is where Leo never wakes up again. <laughs> Oh no, don't say that. <laughs> so you approach the, uh, so Leo, you approach the cave. Um, it is dark within. You have dark vision, of course, but this seems like a magical darkness. Uh, I don't believe you have the devil's sight invocation, do you? No. 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 So it is a darkness you cannot seem to see through. But um, you can make a perception check. Uh, with disadvantage, of course, because you can't see very well through here. <laughs> Have tortured me. So zero, zero modifier and disadvantage. Plus zero disadvantage. So uh, currently the lowest option is two. Uh, let's see if I can do worse than that. Okay. That's two. Perception of two. So you heard the cackling, and you hear that still, but it's um, doesn't it doesn't seem a malevolent cackle. It seems it seems more uh, gleeful. Uh, hello? Hello? Who's there? Oh. I was not expecting you just yet. Come in. I have been expecting you. I don't... I'm afraid it's rather dark, and I don't know where I am. You're just going to have to trust me, aren't you? Walk through the darkness, okay. and you should see me on the other side. Leo walks forward. All right, you walk into the darkness, and, you know, it, it's very claustrophobic because you cannot see anything. Mm -hmm. And you can't even see your nose on your face, uh, or the shape of anything. Like you put your hand in front of your face, can't see that. It's all it's all very dark. You move, you move. Uh, you can persist through the darkness, or you can stop. But 
I would assume you'd keep going. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> keep going until eventually you come out the other side of this darkness and you are very much within a natural cave. Uh, standing before you is uh, in a majestic, beautiful elven maid with very long flowing robes. Um, the robes are kind of a, a maroonish um, sort of colour. Um, seems to be like sort of tastefully embroidered and uh, there is something there's something very traditional about about their dress, their attire and they have these long flowing raven black hair um, with occasional sort of braids um, at the as kind of you know, twin braids at the front twisted into it um, the only thing that's slightly unsettling about her is, as she regards you uh, is are her eyes which are a piercing yellow I am the third sister. I believe you were looking for me. I was. Um. Hello. Yes. Yes. Uh. I was looking for you. I. It seems a little fuzzy how I got here. Um. Yes. I was bringing you a thing. Next notes. Leo is confused. I'm in checking mine too. <laughs> Leo is confused in character because he's dreaming. You had um, an orb that you were giving her. I think I have an orb. Yeah. You I do have the um, was... the pearl of power, don't you? Oh no. Yes, that's right. You have a you have an orb as well. Yes. I'm checking if it was the orb that I was giving or something else. I think it was the orb from the when you released the pixies. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. from the the second the, the orb from the bander hop. The second mm-hmm. sister. Yeah, there's there's Tilda, and then uh, there was another sister, and then this is the third one. But that's all I've got in my notes for this. Yeah, the, the second one was the pixie kidnapper. The first one was relating to the orb that the band had eaten. Yes. I don't know where this is, but definitely, yes, I'm bringing you the thing. Check your notes for maybe, like, 2019. Oh god. Yeah. I found no, I found I found Quest Dream Find Old Lady Number Three. <laughs> Jawsa, is the is the orb edible? Is it a Morteser? <laughs> Quality comment in the chat, thank you. Well, I mean a bander hop did eat it, but he did also have it with the side of children, so and there was yeah, a, yeah, there was a like diary of sorts. Steph Dabs well. Steph Sab's old lady is Tilda. Leo hands over No, Leo hands over orb. I handed over an orb to Tilda. Yes, it was Tilda's um, orb. Yes. Um, fine pearl from cart. Yes. But you were tasked with seeking aware, her out. Just tasked with seeking. Yeah, this, it was finding her, crowd. not giving her something. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yes. Uh, sorry. Yes, go ahead, Leo. Uh, sorry, what was her name again? You don't know her name yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yes, I was to find you. I. Uh, was given a, a sense of coming this direction to you I guess I followed it uh, yes. I don't have an orb I gave your sister an orb I don't have another orb no am, am uh, I just meant to no but if if you, my sister sent you then that means that the time is at hand right to bring the three of to bring the three of us together once again. 
Oh! Wheels are in motion that uh, you may, may yet aid us in. Okay, I was... Yes. Uh, what was your, your name, handsome you were... elf? Uh, my name is Leobrin. Etherel. Ah, pleasure to make your acquaintance, I think. Indeed. Unfortunately, um, Miss uh, Leobrin, our meeting here will be brief, for this is only in the realm of dreams. But you may see me in the flesh, if you desire, at this, in this location. It is a physical location as well as being one here in the, in our dream. Oh, okay. That's... Thank you. I, um... Normally I just wake up from... Normally there's like some dramatic or tense moments and then I wake up from a dream. This is very civilized. I guess, um, have a lovely day. I'll see you later. Um, I hope you, I hope you will. I have a gift for you before you go. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, yes. Gifts. If you would People not, love giving me gifts. If you would not mind, I will approach you. Okay. Yes. You're not going to stab me, are you? I am unarmed. <laughs> right. Also, I'm a dream. I'm a dream, so this is fine. I'm safe. Um, yes. Yes. Approach. She gives a she gives a slightly impish grin. Yes. Nothing can hurt you here. She uh, walks very slowly up to you. Softly places a hand on your on one cheek. Noticeably, this is the cheek where you have. Um, this is the side that you have the the kiss from uh, Lady Aranth. And she just mm-hmm. covers that with her hand. And then she leans over and plants a kiss on the other side. And then withdraws. Okay. Um You feel well, magic in that in that kiss. You feel like a fizzing, like a bubbling sensation. I uh Okay. Something, uh, well, I guess it's a dream. It's, uh, uh, have, uh, yes, I, uh, I have to go now. Sleep uh, well, Leo Brin, until we next meet. This is definitely the awkward bit where you normally wake up from a dream. And it may well be in this case. <laughs> Let's leave that there, shall we? Uh, our final dream overnight. We pay a visit to... Our resident ne'er do well, <laughs> as, uh, as was put by Malar earlier. Over to, uh, over to Seth. Now, Seth, your uh, your persistent dream has been of the of the sea, and it's been where uh, Chechikabagla, for lack of a better name, your uh, the voice, has spoken to you on many occasions. This is, uh, and this is quite the same in that it starts off exactly the same in in that respect hello Seth doing well enjoying yourself I saw you got many uh, took many lives today I hope some of it was in service to me yes it's been a above average day it has hasn't it 
and I admired the speed at which you dispatched some of them. That weapon that you have is most intriguing. And as he says intriguing, his, his voice kind of disappears. It seems to fade out. And the scene before you, yeah. the sea, the water seems to dry out as well. And instead before you is total darkness. Until in that darkness, uh, sort of silhouetted, appears a, a throne of sorts with eight um, sort of spines coming out of it at different angles. Sitting on this throne is a, uh, a, a another but a very different uh, majestic elven maid. <laughs> uh, this one with uh, uh, pale white skin. Pale white skin, uh, you know, rivaling um, Neris's alabaster skin. Um, and also rivaling in the decor with a very long uh, black robe uh, this time uh, that also seems to have the kind of ends in these spines um she opens her eyes and looks at you and has these very strong piercing red eyes and uh regards you with a smile as she kind of steep uh, plays uh, with her fingers in her in her hands kind of steepling and then cross lacing them and just just looking at you uh, hello Hello. What are you up to? I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, sleeping. We're just trying to sleep. You're not of my kind, but you possess something of mine. And you've made good use and of it. And your kind is? You don't know. Uh, I apologise, I don't. Uh, can I make a, a check to see if I actually do know? Oh, um... Actually, I suppose... I suppose you wouldn't know, would you? No, you don't need to make a check, that's fine, you wouldn't know. But she does look at you kind of, with a little bit of incredulity. No, don't am... worry about it. You don't need to make a check. You just have no idea. <laughs> no, you genuinely have no idea, so you, it would be an impossible check. Um, the drow, obviously. Yes. Obviously. The, wep the um... weapon that you have is uh, usually given to disciples of mine, and you are not. Oh, shit. I mean... Uh... Yes, uh, it was given to me uh, as a gift. The way she tilts her head from one side to the other as she regards you, it makes you feel that you're... It's kind of like she's a cat and you're a mouse and she's just toying with you. Or that you are a fly in a spider's web. My disciples would have such a thing in order to make them stronger. I believe the same service would be provided to you. Yes. You're uh, not as strong as I would hope you to be currently, 
We can see to that, though. You desire strength, don't you? Completely about to shoot myself in the foot. Um, But they weren't strong enough to stop us. (laughs) No, they weren't. That's why they're dead and you are not. That's why I'm interested in you and not in them. That's why you're still standing. You're from the Pirate Isles, aren't you? Yeah. One of the Mer-Elves. I have not seen many of your kind here. Very interesting. I like your skin. We don't. We don't get out much. Did she say she likes my skin? She did say that, yes. I... Thank you, I'm planning on keeping it. Good. I like your... skills as well. The hat... We can make peace with. But the skills are going to be invaluable, I'm sure. <laughs> she kind of she does bite her lip and it is Yeah. The, it's it's um yeah. She's she's yeah, she's she's definitely flirting with you in a in a weird way. Um wake up, wake up, wake up. I will give you what I can when I choose to. But I will make you stronger. What kind of strength? I will give you skills that you do not yet possess. If you are to be one of mine, I would have you be strong for it. Now, I know a guy who serves the eight and only does one at a time. He serves one guy. I've already had an offer from someone. Is that a conflict of... um... Oh, he won't be a problem to you. Or they, it. That entity that speaks to you. They're gone for now. I can supersede them if you would choose gone just for now Uh, from your he won't they won't be bothering you for a while while I choose uh, the gift I received and I'm gonna uh, do I have my medallion in my dream it's gone uh, would do I still would that still work? In your dream, you don't have it. Oh, you oh you want to detect thoughts or something on her? Yeah. No, no, no. I want to ask her if that would still work. That's that, oh, that was a gift from him. That's connections with that patron. He said he's gone. Is my will my I'm asking her, will my medallion be gone? Will, oh. will its power be gone? Anything that worked before on the material plane will still work, yes. 
the last guy didn't ask for much. Just carry on. What do you want? I want you to feed me. What do you want to be fed? You need to feed that weapon, as you have done so readily today. And that's it? That's it. And in return, I will make you stronger. And then perhaps, when you are of a sufficient strength, I will have other use for you. Oh, this has been a lovely talk. You much more pleasant conversation than the last god thing man creature. So <clears throat> I'm going to wake up and uh, find some people to feed the sword. So I will uh, bid you good night, day. Good night, day to you, Seth. And keep calling me a god and get anywhere I want to I wake up <laughs> there is an uncomfortable pause before yeah. you wake up yeah. Just, okay uh, wake up all right so with that your dream after that awkward pause your dream ends and everyone wait uh, and one by one you guys will wake up at the natural time that you wake up nobody's waking up breaking to sweat in the night or anything like that you all have a pleasant pleasant-ish dream. Now, before we cut to to finding out what everyone's up to in the morning, we need to touch in with Docs, because you've been following everyone, and they went to their rooms, so what was your what were you doing after that? Uh-huh. Docs Sorry to keep you on hold. Um, <laughs> just making sure... No, no. Uh, just making sure that, like, nothing, like, um, suspicious happened. <laughs> it's just... She's essentially... She doesn't know these people, and, like... She's followed them a little bit since they got into town. Yeah. Um, but she, she still doesn't trust them. So she just wants to make sure that they're not getting into any um, funny business that would impede her um, in the meantime. And um, since there was none, and she and Dimension doored her way home. And then, uh, and then um, she's probably going to be at the pub, sat at a table, feet up on the chairs, there before anyone else. Okay, downstairs in the in the in bronze allergy, waiting for them to come down. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. The morning arrive. Morning breaks, and each of you one by one can uh, make your way downstairs. I think this is probably a good time to leave it for today. Actually, like you got so then you can sort of conflab before the next session with what you want to do and where you want to go. But I think some good food for thought in the in your various dreams tonight <laughs> so I love the I, is like checking on us for funny business like literally everything happening in our dreams is funny business yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apologies to Brina and Docs for not having dreams this time <laughs> yeah she can't Brucon, dream jump Brucon's dream was just vague really like it was very little sort of sus going on but I agree that the others were oh boy <laughs> yeah. This is a good time to stop because hopefully Brina and Mel are completely forget in two weeks that they want to question Seth that sort of stuff. So yeah, let's, let's stop. I do have Go. one okay, last. Let me just add to the party to do list: Brina mm-hmm. and Mel. 
Sitting in a tree. Bruna is, um, yeah, unfortunately, Bruno is played by Angelique, and Angelique doesn't necessarily forget those things. So, um, <laughs> um, just knows me too well. <laughs> one thing I, uh, one, one thing to note before we wrap up today's session, because um, I do need to get this in before next time. Not, not a cliffhanger, but just a thing that, that uh, a thing to observe. Seth, when you awake, it is dark in your room when you awake but you feel you can see in the darkness better than you could when you went to sleep. Your dark vision has increased to 120 feet. Oh, like, like Brina now. He's turning into a, a drow. Oh, he's got drow magic. Um, yeah. And uh, as you join the rest of your party for breakfast, they observe that your eyes are now red. Motherfucker. <laughs> there is no way we'd forget that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking bitch. My sword that drinks blood is perfectly normal. My eyes are now red and I can see too. Ah, <laughs> uh, you. Uh. Oh, that's amazing. I love hey, that. Hey, hey, you got magic powers out of going to sleep. I've that's literally <laughs> like, been writing down what they could question me about to have perfect lies prepared. <laughs> oh, your eyes red? Oh, shit, no, no. Nothing's wrong with my eyes. Brina's gonna see those eyes and gonna be like zone of truth, no, not even gonna wait. There, that There's no way she's gonna be okay with this. There might be some sharp things at your neck the next session. Let's, uh, well, uh, I think a perfect place to leave things for tonight. <laughs> In two weeks' Good time, I... guys, we're gonna see what, what the fallout of that will be. <laughs> Uh, Jack, could uh, I just do one thing before I forget? Because I, f I forget every time. Could I oh, do he, my portent? Oh, your portent. Yeah, do your portent rolls. Um, and yeah. I will also say ahead of time, because I know how close you were to leveling, guys, that <laughs> by the end of your long rest, you will have all leveled. Um, Yay! I'll tell you I'll tell you the XP off stream, but we, you are going to move up to level eight for next session. Yeah. Shenanigans. If... If you would like to do so, Marshall, or anyone else who's inclined to do so, you can roll. You can roll your, yes. your dice. Yes. Mo roll most take dice. high average. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. Most of you take high averages, but I. But Leo, uh, Marshall all, will always roll. So let's let's see, shall we? I, I rolled down the line for Leo's stats. I'm rolling exactly. for everything. And it's and minus one, one on whatever he rolls. It's D8 minus one, isn't it? For negative minus, one. Yes, D8 minus one. Minimum one, thankfully. Otherwise, I would have negative health by now. Yep. I don't know if there's a good. There we go. Yeah, that that'll do it. That that, that's good. Uh, no! <laughs> no! It's done it again. Fucking time. Level oh, eight, oh, thirteen health. Statistics would say. Wow. In, oh what is wrong with your d8s? <laughs> in seven rolls, one of these should have been higher than than three. <laughs> So you're um, at 13 now, because that's minus one, isn't it? Yeah! <laughs> wow. So just to say, Marshall, in the campaign that I am running, uh, they've, they've just bumped straight from level one to level three because of shenanigans on my part. Um, and the party monk decided to roll for his HP increases both times. He rolled a natty one on both of them. He still has more HP than Leo. <laughs> <laughs> level Amazing. three monk has sixteen HP. Leo's level eight <laughs> warlock has thirteen. 
he's got the HP of like two children. It's it's amazing. He's and he haven't even so like, close to the wind. I haven't even like leaned into any like serious defensive <laughs> magic items. Like there's a a lot of magic items you could try and seek out that would that would really help with this. And nope, just gonna, Leo is a glass cannon made of explodium. <laughs> Incredible. Love it. Um, it's a 16 uh, and an 11 on the portent rolls. So 16 you know that and 11. Nice. Okay. Make a note of that, Angelique, please, because you, uh, you definitely need to know those <laughs> when you use them. Um, and yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you all for sticking with us. Um, players, thank you for sticking with this. Um, despite the technical hitches today, managed to get the session off and off the uh, up and off the ground. Uh, and yeah, I look forward to the next one, which will be in two weeks' time. That'll be on the 13th of, uh, of April. Join us uh, for that then. As this was session 85. No, thank you in the chat. Thank you, uh, Joseph, <laughs> for, for coming along. Um, hopefully next week, if not, um, if not sometime in the interim between now and the next session, I will get a roundup, uh, a previously in the many lands, and, and kind of go over uh, events from sessions 81 through to 85. Um, I will let you know about that uh, when that's going to be nearer the time on our uh, social media if you're not following us already anyway uh, thank you all uh, again for joining us and until next time yeah, who will entertain me until then um, I, I could recommend of course our friends at uh, Roll for Mischief um, who do Tuesday night D&D 8pm um, every Tuesday um, if you want to keep them you can go to them to entertain you in the interim next week I would suggest that Anyway, whatever you're up to, guys, um, look after each other. And above all, stay safe. Bye. 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 Thank you for choosing the Manylands campaign here on the Slice and Dice podcast. We live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash d 6 You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe.